What's your name? FN2187. F what? That's the only name they ever gave me. Well, I ain't using it. FN, huh? Finn, I'm gonna call you Finn, is that alright? Finn. Yeah! Finn, I like that! I like that! I'm Poe, Poe Dameron. Good to meet you, Poe. Good to meet you too, Finn! Welcome to the Wampa's Lair Podcast. Deep in the bowels of the frozen ice caverns of Hoth, our hosts, Carl Leclerc and Jason Hunt, discuss all things Star Wars. So join the conversation and hang out here in the Wampa's Lair. everybody welcome back to another exciting episode of Wampus Lair Podcast. This is episode number 297, Flyboy. I am, as always, one of your hosts, Jason Hunt, and with me, the Han Solo and the Princess Leia. To my Luke Skywalker, we have Carl LeClaire and Katie Horn. It's the new big three! <laughs> I love it! <laughs> we're the two trio, we're gonna save the day! Yes! Oh, we're gonna save God. the day! for monotonous podcasting. Aw, oh, yeah. Or Who better? Who better to take on the task? <laughs> I can think of no one. Well, well, <laughs> unless it's Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, Obi-Wan hello Kenobi. There. Hello there. I don't know. I don't know. That's I would the listen only- to Hello There cast. Just <laughs> two hours of Hello There. Hello There. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> and he kicks down the door. What? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, Katie, we're so glad. So, Katie, you are joining us a week earlier than you normally would for two reasons. One, because you're great and you're Ryan Johnson's best friend. <laughs> you um, know it. And secondly, because with the Resistance trailer that dropped last week, Katie shot us a message and said, we need to talk about Poe Dameron. And we're like, let's do it. <laughs> so this is this is Katie's idea. Um, and obviously with her Twitter handle, Poe Hot Dameron, how can we not talk about the glorious, gorgeous Mr. Oscar Isaac slash Poe Dameron? <laughs> Almost I too mean, gorgeous. Right? <laughs> yes. I mean, everybody wants to be friends with Poe Dameron. I mean... Every- Almost everybody. everybody is friends with Poe Dameron. I feel like, you know, I feel like if Hux calmed down a little bit and was all like, you want to be best friends? Poe would be like, yeah, yeah, we can be friends now. It's yeah, cool. Like, yeah. he's just so chill. <laughs> I mean, sounds good. I'd still call you General Hugs. Exactly. Um, He'd be like nudging him. This is my best friend, Hugs. <laughs> it's Hux, you nitwit. <laughs> Hux with an X. Or whatever oh, the Arabic letter is. Um. <laughs> but yeah, that's exactly what happened. As soon as the Resistance trailer dropped, I, for the next like three hours, I was jumping around just all like, Poe, Poe, I love Poe, Poe. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so we figured, obviously, you know, last week we got the, uh, the, the first teaser trailer for the new Resistance TV show. So we wanted to quickly talk about that before we hop into a discussion all things Poe Dameron. But of course, before any of that, we had a, um, a matchup from last episode where we pitted Empire Strikes Back Yoda against Last Jedi Luke. And as always, our faithful Larians had lots of good things to say. Um, but for the sake of time and, and just saving, I know, Jason, you kind of just compiled the list. And what did the Larians have to say about this particular matchup? Well, uh, first of all, I do want to thank everyone for their, you know, thoughts and and their, uh, you know, reasonings behind why they picked what they picked. Um, I just ran out of time to uh, compile all the responses together, so I just got the tallies um, here for you. And the Larian tallies are as such: we have fifteen for Yoda. Nine for Luke and two ties. Two people could not make up their minds. Um, <laughs> actually, one actually one person said that they would start fighting. Both realized they still had failures and uh, send themselves into exile. So, <laughs> <laughs> which is probably accurate. It's pretty um, on brand, honestly, for the Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, but Carl. Uh, what do you think? Who would you pick in this matchup? Uh, um, yes, I'm going to you first. <laughs> uh, 
I've been thinking about this so much, and I don't want to give it a tie because that's not how matchups should work, and I don't mean that as a slam on the two that did that. Um, I I got to give the slight edge to Yoda. Um, you know, I'd lo- I know a lot of the folks kind of you know the reason they said that was because you know Luke's been cut off forever, and you know. Um, you know, some people took some passive-aggressive swipes at Luke's presentation in Last Jedi, which I was not surprised by, and it's fair. Um, but the reason I give it to Yoda with, like, the tiniest edge is because of the fact that for his period of exile of, you know, 20, 19, 20 years, he spent that entire time in deep contemplation of the Force. Um and I feel like he has a, a deeper inherent trust in it than Luke does in Last Jedi. Now, yes, Luke certainly comes around and he is extremely powerful as a result. But Luke shows up kind of in the nick of time with a lot of emotional weight to it, right? Like he comes there to save his sister. He comes there to face down his failed student. There's a lot more emotional weight to what's going on with Luke right there. Whereas I just feel like Yoda would just have a stronger inherent connection with the force at that particular time. So I give him the slightest of edges. Um, Luke is because of his bloodline, because of the fact that he's the son of the chosen one. I think he does have, you know, he has that inherent force ability in a way that would surpass Yoda's, but because Yoda had spent that long period of intentional contemplation in the force, I give him that slight edge because of that. So that's I'm going to give it the slight vote to Yoda, but I'm curious what you guys think. So, um, please take control, Katie. I'm I'm the opposite. I'm giving it to Luke, and I'm not even nice. giving it to Luke like slightly, like oh, slight issue. Luke, no, I'm like full hard. Luke would win, and for me, it's because Yoda admits it himself. They are what we grow beyond, and mm. Luke is Yoda's student, and eventually grows beyond him. Uh, and so I think. I think if it came down to it, it would be Luke who wins because he has surpassed his master by the end. And I mean, yes, he still has things to learn. And Yoda does show up in Last Jedi to teach Luke, you know, just one last thing. But I think by the end of it, you know, those those kids on um, Canto Bite aren't sitting around telling stories about Yoda. They're sitting around telling stories about Luke. That's all. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that that is a good point. So. So I um, give, it, give it my boy Luke. <laughs> you made my Bendem Yoda so sad. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Sorry, not That's sorry why he's upset. Oh, I'd rather man. make Yoda sad than Luke sad. Because <laughs> <laughs> we see what Luke, what sad Luke looks like, and it's oh, not pretty. Yeah. It's not um, pretty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm actually, I'm actually going to uh, side with Katie on this one. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to give it to Luke. I, I'm not going to, you know, be as far in the Luke camp as as katie is i'm gonna be you know closer to the middle here i i I think luke pulls it off uh but i do think katie is onto something with the um the fact that luke has surpassed yoda i think in some ways not always but some ways luke surpasses yoda in return of the jedi um in 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 some ways uh, obviously he still has much to learn much to you know figure out with the force and everything but that is an ongoing process that you know yoda does too yoda always has more to learn which is why he spends 20 years in contemplation on dagobah and i am trying very hard to continue talking without laughing at the antics going on on the other side of my skype machine um <laughs> I'm so sorry uh, no <laughs> Um, and then, uh, <laughs> and then while I guess Yoda does do the force projection in Rebels, um, it is from a strong place in the force on Dagobah to a strong place in the force on the uh, abandoned Jedi Temple. Don't well, whereas Octu's pretty damn strong in the force too. To be fair, yeah, that is yeah. true, but there's no indication to say that Crate is. Um, uh, it's a salt planet. Hello, it tastes great. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's everybody there eventually has a heart attack and high blood pressure, but that's okay. <laughs> I mean, just from breathing the atmosphere. Oh my gosh. Um, the, when the salt is like falling through the air. Okay. Exactly one time I got a snowflake in my eye and I wanted to die. I just, it was the worst. If some of that salt <laughs> fell in someone's eye, I can't watch that scene without all like, oh my God, how, no, just there's salt flying in the air. <laughs> Go inside. <laughs> go inside. <laughs> go inside. 
Oh my gosh. Sorry, but, Justin. We're totally cutting you off, buddy. You I'm are. So sorry. Um, <laughs> no, you're not, and that's okay. Um, <laughs> but um, but I do think, and I have said before, and I'll say it again. I think Luke pulls off the most powerful force move we have seen on screen um, that a Jedi has has done. Uh, with what he's able to accomplish at the end of Last Jedi. Uh, just due to not only what he's able to do, but the distance he's able to do it, and the amount of time he's able to sustain it. Mm. Um, so I, I'm going to get... And, and you mentioned the emotion in this uh, instance for Luke is high, which is true. And I think that that might actually give Luke a little bit of an advantage over Yoda... Because I think Luke has a way to channel his emotion in a way that Anakin didn't. Um, and I think that might give him a slight edge as well. So I'm going to give it to Luke on this one. Um, not to say that Yoda couldn't take him. If we ran this simulation multiple times, I think it would be like six to four in favor of Luke. Um, that <laughs> sort of thing. So, um, but that's... That's where I come down. So we have a final tally here of 16 for Yoda, 11 for Luke, and two ties. And since two hosts voted for Luke, that means we win. Um, yes! <laughs> Welcome to the winning side, Jason. <laughs> Sit with me at the cool kids' table. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We, we, you know what? Not this is not Carl. the east or the west side. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not the north or the south side. No, it's not. It's the dark side. You are correct. <laughs> that is the best side. <laughs> oh, Can't man. Um, so, yeah, no, I think, it. you know, that's, I just thought that'd be a really fun matchup. And, and actually, listening to the two of you, I think I actually probably would throw my vote back with Luke. Because yes. I remember at the end of Last Jedi, um, you know, well, af- after a few viewings, after I kind of like started to, to digest it and, and, and enjoy it more. Because, you know, I mean, I was very vocal on the air early on. Like, it took me a little while to get behind this film. And it's, it's still not my favorite, but it's, it's a great movie. Um, and uh, what I was thinking, though, is, you know, at the end of that movie, though, right, when Luke does do that long first projection, I think my favorite shot of Luke, potentially in, you know, one of my favorite shots, of, I'll go with that, one of my favorite shots of Luke in the entire saga is him levitating above that rock. And, like, right. you know, the zooms in on his face, and you can see the struggle on his face. Like, Mark yeah. crushed that little shot, right? Like, you see the struggle on his face, the amount of energy it's taking. It's taking all of him to do this. And if you yeah. think about it, it's one of the most powerful acts of love Luke has done since Return oh. of the Jedi, right? Because it's, yeah. it's, it's oh. a different kind of love. In some, it, but it's all about family again for him, right? He's doing this out of the love for his sister and the love of his nephew, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's 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 a mighty act of love, the of which we've not seen since Return of the Jedi. So, except well, yeah. Han walking out onto that gangplank. Oh, Han, be still my oh, heart. Han. Alden, marry me. What? Who said that? <laughs> uh, you what? did. You, oh, you said thanks, Katie. It. I heard you. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my gosh <laughs> so do you guys want to talk quick about this i don't know this this little trailer that came out last week we definitely should since it ties in with our whole poe dameron discussion oh madam horn whatever you say <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine what it's like to be an ace pilot this is your chance to make that true I've got a mission for you. Yes! Blend in, find out who's loyal to the good guys and who isn't. What was that? What was what? The throwing and the falling. Over there. Don't think about it. You can work on my team. Get ready to be impressed. But when it comes to your mission as a spy, I don't want anything to do with it. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. To wish my competition good luck. This is fine. I'm fine. Just be careful and don't explode. I'm doing my best. This should be good. Here we go. Star Wars Resistance, an all new series, premieres Sunday, October 7th at 10 on Disney Channel. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) I am so excited. (laughs) 
Since you couldn't tell, folks, Katie hates this trailer. Oh, with yeah. Fiery burning passion. <laughs> really? Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars is canceled. <laughs> Star Wars is canceled. <laughs> like no, canceled. I'm. Can I cancel Star Wars? I have that power. Didn't you know? I'm Ryan Johnson's oh. best friend. <laughs> he liked one of my tweets once. Yeah. It's <laughs> our best friend. Yeah, yeah. You guys have been DMing for what, like weeks now? Oh, weeks. Yeah. yeah. Years Could even. You please no. ask him to be on the show. <laughs> my goodness. Oh, yeah. Gosh, Ryan, leave us alone. <laughs> <laughs> so, Katie, I th- you're obviously pretty excited about this. Mm-hmm. Say more. Say more about how excited I am. Okay, yeah. so first of all. What, what has you so, I, so jazzed? I, I, one, I'm in love with this era, this this kind of Cold War-esque, um, you know, time before war has actually been declared between the resistance and the First Order. You know, the Republic, uh, even though they they support the resistance on the sly, the resistance really isn't supposed to exist. And they've made that really clear in the Poe Dameron comic that the resistance isn't, it, it's it's not even supposed to be real. Like, when asked about the resistance, Poe's all like, Resi- huh, resistance? Is that, that's a thing? Huh, I don't, okay, tell me more about this resistance, even though he's totally <laughs> Leia's top agent, he's not supposed to talk about it. So I like right. this idea that Poe already um, uh, is is fielding out for more people to join, and is. it seems like, um, you know, what I gather from this trailer is that he's looking at Republic recruits in, in the Republic Navy, and is all like, who would be, you know, interested in joining the resistance, you know, the, the Republic isn't bad, mm-hmm. but the resistance is the people who are going to fight when the First Order becomes a real threat, you know, and Poe sees that. And so I guess it comes down to this kid being a spy for the resistance within the Republic itself. And that intrigues me. So just right out of the gate, I'm like, this premise, love it. But then you add on top the fact that it's being worked on by people whose work I already strongly admire. Um, Some of the people that worked on the 2012 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which Mm. had a very similar art style. Oh, my gosh. I love that show. Is that the Nickelodeon one? The Nickelodeon Uh, one, yeah. I'm I'm way behind, but I love that show. Isn't it so good? It's so fun. This is the same... Yeah, writers. Some of the people, the oh, head really? writer from that show, yeah, oh, is working ex- on this show. That makes me very happy. Exactly. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I wish great. I could contribute. Yeah, I have I'm not. Sorry. I've not watched. I've not watched that teen, the, that Teenage Mutant oh, Ninja Turtles. It's unfortunately, so, it's, I've would, heard nothing but good things about you would, it. It's you good. especially, Jason, would love it. You would love it. I know it. It' real good. It's yeah, so it good. real good. It's it, right. it's so fun. So you have good premise, good team, you know, fascinating art style, and one of my favorite characters. This that's just a recipe. Sign me up. I'm here for it. Let's go. I'm on the couch. I'm already waiting. Got my poppy corn. I'm good. <laughs> poppy corn. I mean, I mean, who is not going to be excited to see Lady Uncar Plot on screen? Um, <laughs> yeah, is that who that basically is? That's, that's what, what it looks, looks like. Is her name Clipstick? Is her name Cause or something? Like I thought somebody says Cause in there. Is that a oh, Kazuda? That's yeah. the main character. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I've not done much looking into this after the trailer, to be honest. So I can't say as much. Um. Yeah. You know. So I mean, I'm going to be honest. The the first time that I watched the trailer, I was like, eh, whatever. I still don't really care. <laughs> um. It wasn't like I hate this. It's stupid, right? Like some people. Love to just jump to those ridiculous, you know, statements right away. Like, I, you know, you watch a sixty-second clip and you're like, "This is garbage. It sucks. It's stupid." But I also was kind of annoyed because I saw people on the opposite end of the camp who were like, "How can you say that after sixty seconds?" It's like, well, you saw the same sixty seconds and you're saying it's the best thing ever. So, like, you know, I think <laughs> either of those statements is a bit ridiculous. Um, I think. It, I mean, I think some people were really jazzed about it. I'll, I'll, I mean, like I said, I'll be honest. The first, the fir- I've only wa- that was the third time I've watched it, and. You know, every time I'm like, it looks fun, but it's it's not like when a new you know movie trailer comes out where I watch it like eight thousand times in a row. I watched that once, right. and I was like, that was fine. I'm good for the rest of the day. Um, and <laughs> and I know like in a way that is like a criticism, and it is a judgment, and it is what it is. But like, I don't want to lie about that. And in case there's anybody else out there who's like, yeah, it's fine. 
Um, but I'm with you, Katie. The thing I'm most excited about with the show is just the era. Like, I'm really excited that the sequel trilogy era is going to get fleshed out a bit more. Um, and I remember in the novel Bloodline, that novel essentially ends with Leia making the decision to recruit folks for the resistance. And Poe is mm-hmm. one of the first peop- first pilots she targets. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's really cool that we're going to see Poe helping her build the resistance. Um, so, yeah, I'm just excited to see that era fleshed out. The art style, I'm still not nuts about, but it's, again, it's fine. And I saw a 60-second clip. Like, we'll see how it pans out. (laughs) And I also appreciate at least that it's not the same style as Clone Wars and Rebels. Because it's like, Mm. if you always do the same animation style, you you know, you you never change things up and try different things. So, so I, while the art style didn't grab me right away, I appreciate that it's different. Um, Mm -hmm. And I'm open to see how it goes. And and I'm with you. I think if we're going to get a good cast of characters again, and that's, you know, as long as we have good characters and stories, that's all I care about in Star Wars. Um, The the one thing I did notice, I mean, again, it's a 60 second clip, but it does (laughs) seem a bit more childish than um, maybe Rebels or Clone Wars. And again, I don't mean that as a criticism. Um, it seems in a way like it's a little bit inspired by forces of destiny, right? The fact that they are targeting a little bit of a younger audience. That's not a bad thing. This is star Wars. That's a good thing. Um, <laughs> but there's a little bit of goofiness in the trailer. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's for somebody younger than me, but that's fine. Cause that's also who star Wars is also for. So that's kind of well, all of my emotions. So like, uh, like everything you say could be said about the 2012 teenage Mutant Ninja turtles. Right. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like it has, yeah, the humor in that is super goofy, moments. but so yeah. much of it I laugh at so hard. Michelangelo gives me a good chuckle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're absolutely right, Katie. Yeah. Oh. What are your thoughts, Mister Hunt? Well, my thoughts. Um, I I'm still in the not 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 the meh, but I'm like, okay, this this is, looks interesting. Um, I'm not completely sold out to it yet there are definitely elements of this trailer that have me interested i do like the art style um it's not something i'm familiar with and so it's new and fresh and exciting for me um and i think the ships look great with this art style um so they look really cool um the characters i didn't really get a good sense of of hardly any of them from this trailer which is fine because it's essentially a teaser um but um, so I'm I'm interested to see who these people are and what their stories are, uh, because if they're important enough to be sort of you know recruited by Poe Dameron um, and targeted by Captain Phasma, um, this could be interesting. Uh, and I, I think one of the things I'm <laughs> after just having read the first four trade paperbacks of the Poe Dameron comic, um, I am now wondering, huh, are any of these characters going to move over into the TV series? Hmm. Um, you know, be, have cameos or anything. Uh, because, it, it, you know, some of the, the, you know, I mean, may, at the end, probably, you know, if it's anywhere. But it, it's it's one of those things where the, the comic series is, takes place so close to Force Awakens that... Um, Maybe not, because uh, I'm not sure exactly when Resistance takes place. But there is a vibe from this trailer uh, that I get a little bit of, like the Wraith Squadron or Rogue Squadron uh, books. You know, the the idea that it's a a group of pilots going on missions, you know, undercover sort of things, and uh, you know. The, these pilots are the the agents, so to speak. You know that that kind of thing, and and there is some pretty wacky, funny stuff that happens in the Rogue One books and the Ray Squadron book, or the, the Rogue Squadron and Ray Squadron books. Um, so, uh, if if that, that kind of idea gets played up more um, in practice rather than just you know an impression from a trailer, I'm going to be really excited. Um, but yeah, there's definitely things that interest me about this, but I'm not completely sold out to it. Uh, but I don't see anything in this that has me going, uh-oh, we've got trouble coming. So <laughs> It's the resistance. It's the resistance. <laughs> I just hope they have that at the beginning of every episode. Yes! It's the resistance. <laughs> if, if, mm, I just need to have March of the Resistance as the main theme for this show, Ooh, cool. and I will be happy. Um, <laughs> that way I can hear March of the Resistance every episode. <laughs> <laughs> that would be really cool. 
is. Yeah, I, you know, I, um, little Embo joined us. Um, oh, that's my cat. Embo, yeah, that that's Carl's cat. And none of you seem to like the character, which I don't get. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, give me Cad Bane. What are you talking about? Embo's mind way better. Embo. I just don't have the the you know obsessive love over Embo that you do. Yeah, it's a little much, Carl. I don't care," says the guy who is obsessive over Kit Fisto. Um, yeah, <laughs> pretty, pretty sure Embo has. Well, no, wait. That's Kit Fisto is in the Clone Wars a good amount. So I was gonna say I would think Embo has more time, but he doesn't. Um, anyway, no, no, he doesn't. So, um, yeah. What do you say we we uh, we talk about our favorite Flyboy a bit? Yeah. So hot damn, <laughs> hot damn, rip. <laughs> Yeah, am I am I coming through okay? I feel like oh, I'm, yeah. yeah, yeah, you come, okay. you're coming through just fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just want to make sure. Um, so, oh, man, where do we begin with a man like Pohat Damren? Let's <laughs> <laughs> all just take a break and you know so, cool down yeah. first. How about, um, no, ooh, okay. I got the vipers. <laughs> 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 well, you know what's so interesting, right? Is and, and again, I'm I'm sure most of most, if not everyone listening, knows this um, that when Poe was first written as a character, you know, by by Lawrence Kasdan and JJ, he was supposed to die, right? Like mm-hmm. when in that crash on Jakku, Poe's supposed to die there. But Oscar Isaac was like, "Listen, like, no, like this is a great character. I should probably come back and do more." And they're like, "Okay, fine, um, right?" And then. You know, I, I love that. I love to think that Oscar Isaac was just charming enough that they were all like, "Let's put this guy in two more movies." Yeah. <laughs> and well, and to be fair, like with with the marketing, right? Um, mm-hmm. Well, granted, by that point when they're starting the marketing campaign, it's it's probably set that Poe is going to be mm-hmm. one of the other main characters. While he is a, in my mind, he still kind of is a minor character um, in Force Awakens, at least. Um, mm-hmm. He doesn't really get a lot of development. Um, and that's not a slam. It's just the truth. Um, you know, but, uh, right. The marketing campaign essentially is selling us a new big three, right? We, we had Han, Luke and Leia. Then we had Anakin, Padme, Obi-Wan. Now we've got Ray, Finn and Poe. Um, and you know, Poe's first appearance is this is a guy who he's just kind of what I would call a true believer. Right. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. he has such a deep faith in and the good things that came before. Um, and I don't have anything to say about the comics because I, I've only read a few of his comics and it was a while ago. So I, I'm, I know, Katie, you have some things about some of the recent ones you want to mention a little bit. But Poe is somebody I do remember in the early comics, like when his line first started, he is tasked with finding Lor Santeca. Um, and Poe is an ardent believer that the Jedi need to come back. Right. Like. Poe is a man of faith um, in a time when faith seems to be waning again. Um, well, and not, not only in the you know, sense of a man of faith with, in regards to the Jedi Order, but also a man of faith in regards to the cause of the resistance. Mm-hmm. You know, he believes wholeheartedly in, in what he's doing and, and who he's fighting with and fighting for and what he's fighting for. He's, when he commits to something, he's all in, 100%, no going back. So, um, and, and, and he, and it's not just like, all right, we're going to do this. No, it's like, all right, let's let's do this. We're gonna do it. He just jumps in, you know, with all this gusto. We're going to get it done. (laughs) We're going to get it done. Exactly. So, um, uh, and, and it doesn't hurt that he's incredibly skilled as a pilot, um, as well. So, (laughs) maybe the best star pilot in the galaxy. So, oh my gosh, that's something I want. I want to see. I want to know who's a better pilot, him or Kylo. I need. I, I need that settled. <laughs> oh my god! Right, like that that moment it's in po. Last Jedi when Poe's running to his ship and and you know mm-hmm. it's intercut with Kylo flying in, doing cool maneuvers. Um, the only letdown in that, like that's one of the moments um, in the film where it, it, this is not me bashing Last Jedi. It's it was a disappointing moment just because like I would have loved to see Kylo like do a little bit of dogfighting, like. I mean, it's implied that he's a good pilot, but all he does is like he's attacking capital ships. Like it's not that exciting, in my opinion. Um, sure, I no. would have. I would have loved. I mean, I would loved, and maybe we'll get this in nine to see him and Poe go at it in a dogfight. Oh gosh, um, yes. But here's my question: since we're already talking about this, right? Poe's first 
real powerful statement moment in Force Awakens, right, is that showdown with Kylo on Jakku. You know, so who talks first? I talk first. You talk first. It's hard to understand me with that apparatus, right? Like he's just such a smart, smart Alec. And so my question to both of you is: Do you think? And of course, nobody knows right now. But do you think that he knows who Kylo actually is? Do you think he had some sort of interaction with Ben? Because think about it: Poe has become, in a way, Leia's adopted son. Um, mm-hmm. In a way, maybe if not, well, definitely his her mentee. Um, but there is there is a love between those two, right? Poe and Leia. Oh, yeah. That I'm just curious, like if that ever got in the way of her relationship with Ben, or if Ben's aware of it and is jealous. So I don't. What do you guys think about that? I think yes. For me, it's a firm yes because if nothing else, in Last Jedi, there's a moment when when Kylo um, comes down to face Luke. Uh, Poe looks through the the micro binoculars, sees Kylo Ren without his mask, and says, "It's Kylo Ren." So he knows what Kylo Ren looks like without his mask, which I thought was very interesting. So I'm like, I I think yes, there's a history there, um, especially since um, the the um, Leia and and Poe's family have been close for a really long time since since before Poe was even born. Uh, Poe's mother flew with Luke Skywalker. Um, they, they've been very, very tight for a long time. So I think there's absolutely the possibility that that young Ben Solo and young Poe Dameron like, could have played together as children even. Mm, yeah. Um, I, I, I do think that they know each other, um, or at least know of each other. Um, I don't think that the, the mentorship of Leia to Poe started until after Kylo turned. Until mm. after Ben turned to Kylo, uh, because uh, the timeline I don't think syncs up right. Because um, I think my guess, and we don't know for sure, my guess is Ben turns uh, to the dark side shortly after Bloodline, um, mm. and by that time the Resistance is just getting started, and Leia hasn't recruited Poe yet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so I think he, to some extent, sort of fills that void for her. Um, but I don't think he has replaced Ben um, or, or that there is any sort of jealousy and animosity because uh, prior to, to Ben turning. I, oh, I mean, maybe, yeah, not prior to Ben turning, but then after Ben does turn and we hear about, you know, Poe is now the best pilot in the resistance and all that stuff. Yeah. Kylo says it to him. He taunts him with it. He's yeah. like, I didn't know we had the best pilot in the resistance. Like there's so- there's something <laughs> there. There's something personal there. Yeah. And I think it's like, you're not her real son, you know, yeah. <laughs> I think that's what he's saying. Right. Right. No, I, I, <laughs> afterwards, I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, Ben gets all butthurt about it, but, <laughs> <laughs> but prior prior to his turn, I don't think so. I, I think this is all post Kylo Ren. Yeah, uh, that's possible. So. Yeah, but but I do agree. I do think there is a history there. Mm. Maybe not a deep one, but a history. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you know. It, so something I think worth talking about is just the the not difference in the sense of like different two different characters but there's obviously a difference between poe and force awakens and poe and last jedi mainly because in last jedi he's really fleshed out right he gets an arc um you know he's a central character to the plot whereas in last or in force awakens that's not as much the case the thing and i remember when force awakens first came out you know jason and i you we both talked a lot about how much we loved poe poe was like he's the best wingman but like both in the skies as well as probably at the bar um you know like (laughs) This is a guy who just pumps you up, right? I mean, that's all of his interactions with with Finn, right? Like he's the, he's the first one to see Finn as a person, right? He gives yeah. him a name, um, you know. I mean, Poe is someone who just believes in people. Like he's just a good-hearted person, mm-hmm. um, and you know. And then when they see each other again at the you know towards the end of the film, and they're so excited, they have that warm embrace, and and. You know, Poe just tells him straight up, you're a good man, Finn, right? Finn is someone who knows deep down he's still a kind of a coward. He's just trying to get out of this. If nothing else, he's just trying to help Ray. There's, it's, it's still a very selfish motivation for, for Finn. Mm-hmm. But Poe just, look, like, just looks through that soul of his and says, you're a good man. You know, 
Poe probably wouldn't even care. He just he adores Finn for having the courage that he did to defect. Yeah. Right. And and that's the thing I love. Like my understanding of Poe in Force Awakens is this is a guy who just sees the inherent goodness in people and and like pumps that up and pumps it out of you. You know. Um, like, <laughs> I, I, and, and, I feel like I feel like Poe runs around collecting all the lost puppy dogs. You know, like. <laughs> You know, Poe's like, animal like, shelter. Like, yeah, I mean, Poe's like, puppy like, shelter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like, no, seriously, like, he's the exact opposite of Obi Wan in the Phantom Menace. You know, it's, like, why do I just picked up another pathetic life form? Uh, you know, Obi Wan's ready to kick the cat in the gutter. Um, so, um, oh, where Poe would be there all like, his name is Jar Jar, and I would die for him. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I feel like I feel like wherever Poe goes, he collects people uh, because he's that he's got this magnetic personality, this infectious energy, and he likes people. He likes getting to know people. He likes engaging them, and he likes seeing people grow and become who they're supposed to be. Um, and he's very insightful, incredibly insightful. Um, to the point where you must wonder if he's got a touch of the force sensitivity, um, like a disease or something. Um, he can see things before they happen. <laughs> That's why he appears to have such quick reflexes. You guys, it's a Poe Dameron trait. Um, <laughs> you guys know that he has a force tree in his backyard, right? Yes. Yeah. Isn't that cool? Before. Oh man, yeah, I think that's supremely cool, and I want to see the look on Ray's face where she's just all like, "Oh, it's so sad." The forest tree in Octo it burned down; it's gone. That's so sad. And then Poe be all like, "I, I have one. You need you need another forest tree? I got a forest tree. <laughs> yeah, you need another one? I got one yeah. in my backyard." But I what? <laughs> I love how you say that Poe. Keeps finding the goodness in people and, and bringing out that goodness because that is something that's been very consistent with his character, um, especially in the comics. Um, there's one that I absolutely love. He tells the story to Ray and Finn about how he got off of Jakku. And he's like, he wandered the desert for like two days. <laughs> he had to like he tore the sleeves off of his coat. And I'm just all like, yeah, show me them guns. <laughs> 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 and then and then he finally he ran across somebody someone on a speeder you know going across the desert and he's all like please help i don't have time to make up a story i'm with the resistance and the and That's the person on the speeder wants yeah yeah it's just tito <laughs> <laughs> oh not tito <laughs> no respect for anybody <laughs> nope uh he respects and, uh, Poe. Well, the, the, the guy on the speeder is all like, wow, that sounds like an awful lot of trouble. If, if, you know, if I leave now, I'm no better or worse or I'm no better and no worse than if I, you know, than if I never ran across you. But if I do help you, then that sounds like a lot of trouble for me. And Poe has this quote that I wrote down and he says, um, he says to this guy, um, if you help me, maybe sometime I can help you or maybe someone else helps you when you need it. Maybe nothing for nothing isn't the best way to live. And it that that actually inspires this guy. He's just like, you know, gives him some water and, you know, tells him to hop on the speeder and that gets Poe where he needs to, you know, to the to the nearest town so he can get off of Jakku. And I just I, I love that about him because that's consistent. No matter where he goes, that's his philosophy. And that's what he brings out of people. It's just like, you know, yeah, you can just <laughs> You just go about your merry way and keep your head down or you can help you can pick a side and you know maybe that's the better way to live and people hear that and listen to it and i love that about poe <laughs> love him <laughs> that's great yeah um i think one of the other points that i think we would be remiss if we didn't bring up is mm-hmm. the fact that he is a natural leader and yeah. someone that that Leia is really trying to help yeah. groom and shape into possibly the future leader of the Resistance, mm-hmm. um, because he is charismatic. He does care about people, but he's also got the ability to inspire. And if he would just stop trying to hot dog and get <laughs> all the 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 cool you know maneuvers in his X wing, he might just you know succeed. Um, and and you know, speaking of the comic, there there are moments where Leia's like, if you just 
you're grounded until you figure out what I'm trying to teach you here. She grounds him at one point. She's like, no, there's something bigger here, and you're grounded until you figure it out, and he does. Um, But, you know, he is someone who we could see leading the resistance in episode nine. Um, And that's something, definitely something we see fleshed out a lot in Last Jedi um, as he's tries to (laughs) make their way through the precarious situation that resistance finds itself in. But I I just think this is something that, you know, has still has yet to um, obviously run its full course. Oh yeah. Character. That's, that's, that's my actual favorite thing about him is, is that I feel like he's going to complete Leia's arc in a way that sadly Carrie Fisher no longer can. Um, I, I remember when Force Awakens came out, I, I too was very, very hyped about Poe, very excited about him. And, and when asked why, they're like, well, what does he do except fly a Savaya, an X-Wing winner and a TIE fighter, actually? Yeah. I thought I misspoke, but I'm like, no, he does fly that TIE yeah. fighter until he crashes it. Whoa, this thing <laughs> really moves. Whoa, this yeah. thing really moves. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's like so. What, what does he do? And and uh, the only thing I could really articulate about wow, how I was finding my enthusiasm for easily, I was like, well, the movie opens up, and, and he's sitting around talking about Leia, <laughs> and I felt so much that that he took on a very Leia esque role, where you know he uh, he he he's be, he's tortured at the beginning, and he won't mm. give up the information about the resistance, you know, a lot like Leia in A New Hope, and and that was like as close as I could get you know, in explaining why I really liked this guy. And it didn't really hit me until sadly Carrie passed away. And then we got issue 14 of Poe's comic, which states in in no uncertain terms that Poe is our, our new Leia. He's going, he's that torchbearer. She's, she's passed the torch to him and, and now he gets to run with it into the future. And, um, that's, that's really important, you guys. <laughs> I, uh, I I have this, like, it's, it's kind of a lengthy quote, but I really want to read it. It's yeah, from that do. same issue, the one I was talking about. So the context of this um, uh, is that uh, Poe is giving a, a eulogy. A starfighter in the Resistance has died. And... Um, and and so you know Poe's eulogizing him, and but really he's talking about Carrie Fisher and Leia. And real quick, hey, is this, I, does this does this take place chronologically after Last Jedi? Uh, no, this takes okay. place. It's before um, Force Awakens. More in the Resistance era, like the the cartoon we were just talking it. about. Okay, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's pre Force Awakens. Got it. Yeah, okay. exactly. Cool. Um. So here we go. This is this is Poe's eulogy talking about a starfighter named Lulo. Uh, He says, these days we don't talk about the Force that much. I don't know if it's gone out of fashion or if it's just harder to see around us. It was different for me growing up. We used to tell stories about the Force all the time. I'd like to tell you one now. I heard it from an old friend of my family, someone who understands the Force as well as anyone alive. She told me about an old Jedi she knew, one of the very last. He was as strong and as tough as any of them, and he went out fighting evil just like Lulo did. She was there when it happened, and she told me that his body just vanished. Empty robes and a lightsaber, that's all that was left. And she didn't get it, didn't understand, not until a long time later, when she was talking to her brother. He's a Jedi, too, and he told her something that he learned from his master. We are not this. We are not just flesh and bone, not just stuff. We are more. We're luminous. That's what he said. This coffin is empty. There's a lot of empty coffins in our business. That's how starfighter pilots go. One second we're there, the next we're just atoms drifting through this universe. We vanish just like that old Jedi did. But that doesn't mean we're gone. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's, that's so good. And that's where it clicked for me. Where, where after Force Awakens, I didn't really understand why this character was resonating with me so much after this mm. comic, after that sentiment, you know, fresh after losing Carrie, I was like, Oh, she's not gone. She lives in Poe Dameron. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a really great quote. And that's definitely um, one of the moments in this comic that has stood out for me is that eulogy. It, it's it. And not only that, but the art in that comic oh is stunning, but yes. you know, that's, uh, <laughs> we'll just, that being aside, you know, the, the, this is 
when Poe is not being a hot shot fly boy, this is the kind of depth that there is to him, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I think that's something that I'm really looking forward to see how they portray that in episode nine. Yeah. And if we'll get yeah. in any of that in resistance. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh man. I felt so, I feel so incredibly blessed that we got to see it in the last Jedi because when, when I read that comic, I was like, Oh my gosh, Poe, Poe is Leia. Poe is going to round out Leia's arc, you know, and, and do what Carrie Fisher no longer can. And I was like, it, it, this is great as a comic and it would be great as a book, but gosh, I wish we could have seen it. And then the last Jedi came out and she explicitly says, what are you looking at me for? Mm. Follow him. She could not have made it any clearer that if you're looking for me, look to him. That oh, that's incredible. I, I I felt so blessed, like so lucky that it was actually filmed and shot. And just tears every time when she says "follow him," I just start crying. <laughs> I love Poe. <laughs> yeah, it's Dan. So that story he's telling, you think that's about Obi Wan? Maybe it's it's just possible. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Well, because you know, it sounds like it was a story Leia told him. Maybe. You know? So I don't know. That's just what I was thinking when you were when he was telling the story when you were reading it. Oh yeah, um, no, that, that, that's wait. Yes. Didn't Leia know Kit Fisto? Wasn't that? <laughs> well, none of those Jedi knew how to vanish, right? Like That's true. the Jedi of old oh, didn't man. know how to. He cracked it. You, you know, Obi Wan's kind of Obi Wan's the first gutted to pull it off. off you yeah, know. <laughs> you um, solved it, Carl. Yeah. You solved the mystery. I feel like it. Ha- I feel like it has to be Obi Wan. Um, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, you know that's. I think that's where right, like Leia's disappointment in Poe. In you know, kind of towards the middle of Last Jedi, well, more of like after she wakes up, her disappointment in him is simply because he he's not living up to who she knows he can be, right? Like he's he's not living up to his potential. Now, the thing is, right? Like Poe has gotten you know, Poe's characterization in Last Jedi has been a bit divisive. Um, I mean, I I can say without a doubt, like I for a long time was like, why doesn't Holder just tell him the plan? Like it just it was. It, <laughs> It has, it's nothing because it's like, oh, it's, you know, she's a woman and doesn't deserve to be in power. It was never that. It was just like, I don't get it. Like, Poe's our hero. Like, we yeah. know this. Leia trusts Poe. Why is Holdo being so, you know, suspicious of him? And, you know, if, you know people are like, oh, well, you know, they're, ner- they're nervous. There's a spy on. It's like, okay, well, that's never said, though. Like, nobody ever says that in the story. So you can't just make up answers, like, if it's not in the movie. <laughs> um, so be that as it may, like, with subsequent watchings, like at the end of the day, like I still love Poe, even though he's kind of wrong with the decisions he makes, because in Poe's mind, Poe's like we've talked about, he's so charismatic and Poe is super confident where it does border arrogance. Right. Um, and we see that like at the beginning of last Jedi, when Leia's like, you did what you were supposed to do. Great job. Now come on back. And he turns that signal off. Right. He thinks he knows better. Right. Mm-hmm. That's when we first kind of see Poe make a mistake is he's arrogant enough to think that he knows better than his superior, his mentor and a woman who's been through a hell of a lot more than he has. Right. right. Leia knows we can't win this fight. Let's just get the heck out of here with what we've got left. But Poe thinks that he can do it. I don't you know, and, and I think it's fair to say like Poe is not like um but he's not a bad guy in any way, shape, no. or form. Yeah. Poe is so charismatic that he's doing what he thinks is right. And I, so I watched Last Jedi again tonight. And the, the scene when – and I love it because I love the way it cuts to the scene and you have Holo going, a stormtrooper and a who are doing what now? <laughs> like it's, so, <laughs> it's – I always chuckle at that. And he's like, they're going to – right? And like Poe po finally reveals to her his plan. And you know, Poe is trying – he's sincerely trying his best to save the resistance. That's all he cares about. Um, and he thinks he knows what's best. Um, the thing is is that like Poe is trying so hard to – like Leia admits or later, you know, he's trying so hard just to be the, the classic hero that he's not thinking big picture. Um, and while that's certainly still a bit of a flaw of Poe's – like Leia doesn't stop believing in him, you know, cause even right. They're loading the unconscious Poe onto the transport, you know, 
<laughs> and Haldo admits to liking him too. Like she appreciates his brashness while she understands that it needs to be tempered a bit. Um, and I think my favorite Poe moment, um, besides like the really fun one of him, like just owning some tie fighters on Takadana. Um, but I love the mm. moment when he slams his glass, you know, his hand against the glass on the transport. And then you hear Leia say, Poe. And I love that they put the sound effect in of like his hand like going off the glass. Like it's, <laughs> it's almost like a – yeah, it's almost like a comedic moment because it's like Poe's being a child here. But I get it because like, like Poe, I'm a bit hot-headed. Like I know what it's like to just be like, like aggressively over the top sometimes. And that's what kind of what Poe is in that moment. So I get that because like I have a, I have a um, personality very similar to that where I get like super overextended about things. No, 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 no. And Leia's just like, chill. We got this, you know, um, but Poe just he's you know, he gets into that tunnel vision of like, I alone know what's best. And that's that's Poe's flaw in this movie is, you know, thinking that he alone knows best, I guess. I don't know, what do you guys think about that? The, the conflict yeah. that is Poe in Last Jedi. Yeah, he's so impulsive. You know, the the and you, you said that he, he's always trying to be the, the classic hero, the action hero sort of thing, the man of action, the the one who's always in the middle of the, the thick of things trying to save the day. You know, that comes very naturally to Poe Dameron. That is like ingrained in his DNA. Um, and he's so impulsive and he's so quick to just, you know, rely on those kinds of instincts. Um, but Leia's always trying to get him to just Take a minute, think about things, see the bigger picture. You um, the force. And think. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Don't think. Trust your instinct. Well, actually, no. Stop. Think. Um, yeah. But anyways, um, and 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 this is a pattern that that they have developed with the comic book. Um, that this is an ongoing thing Leia has been working on with. You know, she gets him to focus, gets him to see the bigger picture for a minute. And he's like, oh, yeah, I get it. I get it. I get it. And then the next thing he's doing is he's running headlong into trouble again, you know, um, and it, it happens repeatedly. And so this is not, you know, Last Jedi, this happening in Last Jedi is not a new situation <laughs> for the two of them. Um, it just happens to be the one with the most consequences. Mm. Um, and I think that's what's going to finally wake Poe up um, and and really hammer home what needs, you know, what he needs to be doing. Um, so, I, God, I, yes. I love Poe Dameron. Yeah, can right? I, can I just, like, you know, get his number and hang out on the weekends? <laughs> if you get that number, you share. <laughs> but, <laughs> But I mean, like, uh, you know, if you look at it, it all makes sense for him, though. If you look at the stories that he grew up on, he, he's basically an OT fanboy. You know right. what I mean? He grew up <laughs> yeah. on stories of Luke Skywalker blowing up the Death Star. And then look at his own track record. He blew up something a hundred times the size of the Death Star. You know, <laughs> he went, he blew up Starkiller Base. So it, it, if you look at the pattern, like there's nothing to suggest that jumping in an ice wing and blowing something up isn't the solution to the problem because that's like, that's been, that's the example he has to go by. Um, and I think that, you know, what Ryan Johnson said about when he wrote this movie, when he was writing a conflict for Poe, he asked himself what would be the hardest thing for Poe to do, and it's to sit on his hands and do nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes, and yeah. sometimes that is the best thing to do, but that was just too hard for Poe, especially because I think when Leia says, lead them, what he hears is lead them to victory, right. you know, and, and, and we see on crate, you know, that's, that's what he starts off trying to do. It's like, okay, we're going to blow up this tiny dust, star tech, tiny dust, star cannon. And, you know, I'm going to leave them to victory and maybe they could have done it, but at what cost? That's what Leia asks him in this movie. At what cost is right. that victory? So when she says lead them, what she means is save them, protect them, you know, take, <laughs> carry them, from harm, and that's finally what he figures out by the end when he turns them around about face. The cost was too high, you know, and it was more important to protect them and save them and lead them in that way instead of leading them to victory at, at too high a cost. 
Yeah. So I think I think it was very smart what <laughs> what Ryan Johnson did. Yeah, you know. Um, oh man, I had such a big Poe thought while you were talking. Oh yeah, wow. no, yeah. just think because when you said you know he's Poe's basically an OT fanboy. <laughs> think about though how much he and Kylo are exactly mm-hmm. that. Kylo's a mm-hmm. Vader fanboy. Pose a mm-hmm. uh, Luke Skywalker, Leia, and Han fanboy. Oh yeah, right. Oh, yeah. Like they're both, and I, and <laughs> you know, and at the end of the day, that's like kind of the legacy the sequel trilogy is dealing with is dealing with the legacy of our original characters and the victory they won, and now how people have processed that or abused that. Um, right, you look at somebody like Snoke, who clearly uses that to abuse Ben's mm-hmm. narrative about the world and twist it and manipulate it. And then you've got Poe, who hears these exciting adventure stories from his youth and just wants to be a continuation of that um, without thinking how to best – like to sometimes be a person of action doesn't literally mean jumping in an X-Wing and blowing something up, right? You can be a person <laughs> yeah. of action by sometimes – living to fight another day right i mean Mm -hmm. think of the battle of hoth the battle of hoth is not a battle that's about victory the battle of hoth is a survival battle nothing more right just like kratos just like really the entire plot of the resistance in last jedi is right it's it's a plot for survival not a plot of victory right like that's just not the case to be won that the 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 opening battle is poe thinking they can take down the dreadnought they can win the day but this is not that kind of fight right now. Right now, we need mm-hmm. to regroup, get with the what allies that remain, and figure out how best to combat this growing force of the First Order. Poe's just trying to win the day there. It's just not possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is, this is a movie where Poe just needs to mature. Um, mature yeah. in his sense yeah. of leadership. Um, and, and it's not... And, and I think the thing that, like... And I don't think we ever get this impression from Leia that it doesn't it shouldn't come at the expense of who Poe is, right? Like Poe, keep mm. being who you are. Keep being that charismatic leader that inspires and and you know carries people forward. Keep being that, you know, like ace pilot, but just know when is the time to be the ace pilot, know when's the time to be the inspirational leader. Um, you know, and he and clearly he's learned that at the battle of crate, right? Like, no, it's too late. Like, let's just draw, like, we can't win this fight. Let's draw back. You know, let's, he's become the leader there. And that's what makes him heroic. Yeah. So. Yeah. You totally got me picturing now, like uh little Ben solo and little Poe Dameron, yeah. like playing in the backyard and like little Poe Dameron's pretending to be Luke. And then little Ben solo, you know, he's like doing the trench run. He's all like, I'm Luke. So, you know, I'm Luke Skywalker. And then like little Ben solo comes running in and it's all like, you're all, I have kid. you now. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> no, he's like, oh, you're yeah. all clear, kid. let's blow this thing and head home. <laughs> Well, I mean, based on the age of the actors, and, and again, we don't know the age in the film, but both Adam Driver and, and Oscar Isaac, I think, are about the same age. They're both in their like mid thirties. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would imagine well, again that those characters. Well, think about when Poe's conceived. Right, Poe's conceived at the Battle of Endor. So is Kylo. Yes. So they are pretty much the same age. I've heard conflicting reports about Poe, though. Like, I think originally it was like, oh, yeah, he was conceived at that big party on Endor. Mm-hmm. But then other people were saying that he was born two years before that. And, you know, like, it's, oh. I don't know, it's weird oh. and timey wimey. Okay. Like, they need to pick one. Right. Pick one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'd have to go back and check out yeah. uh, Shattered Empire. Um, yeah. yeah. But at the end of the day, I mean, if anything, there's maybe a three year gap between them, right? Like, they're yeah, very exactly. close in age. Yeah. Um, so, oh, cutie. Jason's, Jason's, <laughs> I know I Jason's got his dog, little pebbles. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, I mean, Poe is – the exciting thing about Poe is, like, I want to see him do some more X-Wing combat. And I'm sure we're going to see that in mm-hmm. 9. But we're also going to see him, I think, as a more mature leader. And that's yeah. what he learns in Last Jedi is 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 how to be that leader. Um Gosh, I'm so excited to see him step up in nine. And I'm wondering, it it just depends on what they do with Leia. I'm I'm wondering if the resistance will be completely in under post charge, you know, if he'll be the the leader of the resistance. It depends on what they do with Leia. We'll have to, we'll have to see. And I'm so excited. Right. (laughs) 
Yeah. I want to yeah. see him and Kylo interact. I want I want really bad for for them to establish that yes, there's a history there and then the two of them talk about Leia, you know, like that'd be amazing. That's yeah. my You know, that's what, my hope one for moment, 9. One moment I really like with Poe 2 in Last Jedi is mm-hmm. and it has to do with like the way he thinks of Holda, right? Like cut it, lady, you know, he, one of the last thing <laughs> the last thing he says to her before he's stunned by Leia is he calls her Oh no, that's not true. He uh, if, if they move, stun him. I guess that's the last thing he says to her. But right before that, right before he storms off the bridge, he calls her a traitor, right? Yeah. Like he probably, I mean, he has no respect for her in that moment. He thinks her plan is stupid. Like they're screwed. They're going to all die. Um, and that's why, again, like it's that, that charism in him that, that drives him to do something more. So, um, you know, I appreciate why he does what he does, even if it's not necessarily the right thing. Um, and but the thing about him is is when Haldo starts turning the oh, ship yeah. Yeah. and Connick says she's running away. No, she isn't. Right. The way he says it, yeah. like there's nothing but admiration in his voice there. And and it like yeah. it clicks for him. I mean, also it clicks for him when, you know, he's told about Crate and he's like, Oh, that's a good plan. Whoops. Yeah, <laughs> you know. That could work. <laughs> but so now like now so in that moment he understands like she has a great plan and then Wow, he knows what she's about to do, and there's nothing but admiration for that for yeah. for, for the Holdo maneuver. <laughs> yeah, do you guys? Oh, I have a question. That Holdo maneuver. Yeah. <laughs> I, real quick, do you guys think that uh, we'll see Ray and Poe fly the Falcon together in nine? <gasps> oh, they better. Ah! Oh, they oh. better. <laughs> if we get if we get Ray and Poe and Chewie. Ah. In the the Falcon cockpit and 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 Finn in one of the gunner yeah. ports. Oh man, yeah. <laughs> but but I don't know. Rose would be I, like, I, I, I don't. I, I feel like Poe would be like, this is too big and clunky. Where's my X-wing? Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, like, there's a part of me that wants to see it. Like, there is a, there's still, a, right. there's a still a small part of me that would love to see Poe and Ray end up together. Although I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think Ray's gonna have a relationship, a romantic relationship. Um, I don't and, think so either. Um, but I could see. So if they did end up together, this is just me, like you know, fan shipping <laughs> right now. Yeah, but, uh, give me that fanfic, Carl. Give th- me. I would love it if they ended up together and they just like flew around on a honeymoon together. That'd be great. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, I read all those comics. <laughs> See, for me, for me, it's that except it's with Kylo Ren. So it's Kylo oh, being okay. back in his father's ship, yeah. and Ray, and then they're flying around having it. I mean, that's that's my fanfic. <laughs> yeah, I'd be okay with I that too. Yeah, ship and let ship. I don't, I don't judge you for shipping uh, Ray and Poe. That's totally cool. <laughs> ship and let ship. Ship and let ship. I firmly believe that. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I just. Uh, I mean, I just want to see him kick some butt in his X-Wing again. Yeah, do it, so, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and and then and take hugs down a peg or two again. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I want to um, see. I need one more crank call to general hugs. That's... <laughs> <laughs> you order a pizza? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you guys? I was talking about this on Twitter. I was all like, I really want resistance to just be about Poe teaching young recruits how to make crank calls to the resistance to the first order. <laughs> That's what the whole show should be about. That'd be amazing. <laughs> um, oh my gosh! So, well, you know, I know we could we could keep talking about Poe all night, but um, unfortunately, I have to start wrapping that up. So, um, before we go, though. As always, we invite you to you know share your thoughts on Poe Dameron. What are the things you have come to appreciate about Poe and you know his just amazingness that is Poe Dameron? Do at me at yes. Poe Hot Dameron. Yes, at me. <laughs> yeah, Katie with will have all films. the conversations with you. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, before we go, we have a, a, a another poll for our next episode. Yes. So um, yeah, we would sh- yeah. Shall I? Please. All right. Our, our poll for next episode is going to be, we're going to uh, wrap up this poll series we've been doing. Um, so we're going to ask for your favorite musical moment from The Last Jedi. Um, and if you're all are just going to sit there and say, 
the end credits because it's the end of the movie, then I'm going to smack you uh, for being un, you know, we just for being passive aggressive. Yeah, just don't read it. Like being, that's if you hate the movie, that's fine. Aggressive yeah. and irritating. Um, but no, seriously, there's some great musical moments, and so we want to know your favorite from the Last Jedi. I already know mine. There's there's definitely definitely one. Um, uh, so I can't wait to talk about it next week. Yeah, but. Carl, if they want to weigh in on the episode, if they want to weigh in on our poll, where can folks do that? Well, of course, as we've been trying to amp things up, we can do it on Twitter. So follow us at Wampas Lair. Um, we are on Facebook at Wampas Lair Podcast. You can send us emails at Wampas Lair Podcast at gmail.com. And, of course, head over to our Patreon page. Support our show there. Get some mini weekly episodes uh, at patreon.com slash podcast. Indeed. And, Katie, if people want to follow you and uh, get tweeted at in all caps, where can they do that? As mentioned before, I'm at Dameron, the best Twitter handle ever. So follow <laughs> me there, and it'll be good times. <laughs> it will be good times. We can promise you that. Y'all got anything else before we wrap this up? Uh, good it. to meet you too, Finn. <laughs> good to meet you too, Po. <laughs> All right. Well, that is going to wrap up this episode of the Wampus Lair Podcast. This has been episode number 297, Flyboy. For Carl and Katie, I'm Jason, and we'll see you next time here in the Wampus Lair.